Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Hey everybody, welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. Hey, once again, we are here with you to talk all kinds of things geekdom. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. It just dawned on me, I forgot to refill my rock star. <laughs> I, went, dun, dun, dun. I went and got me a Diet Coke. Oh, well played, well played. <laughs> hey, um, everybody, we are here to talk about Disney, Star Wars, and or Episode 4. Now, as you may remember, we did talk about Episodes 1, 2, 3 as they were released. I will not repeat anything from there, <laughs> from that show. <laughs> but here we are today to talk about Episode 4. And, Quattro. Uh, kind of give... Quattro, yeah. Hey, wasn't that a character in another sci-fi movie? I don't know. It Could was. It was. It was the um, Total Recall with Arnold. Oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. Holy moly. All right. Well, here, everybody, we are here to talk about Andor. So, enough of other sci fi stuff. Star Wars. <laughs> nothing, nothing but, but Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, if you were to give your rating for this episode, what would it be and why? Well, we got to pick our scale. Um, I think we're going to go TIE Fighters for the scale. Okay, I got you. Sure, because there, there were TIE Fighters in this. Right. Uh, all right. So I really had high hopes for this series. Those high hopes are dwindling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I feel for you, my friend, because I know oh, you had high hopes. I really did. Uh, I mean, when, when, okay, when this, when it was first announced, I was like, really? Is that what we're doing? A episode, you know, a series on. And then when they showed mm-hmm. the trailers, I thought, man, this looks really good. This could be pretty intriguing. Right. There's been a lot of good character development. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give it that. Um, and I, I will say this: this episode felt more Star Warsy than okay. the first three did, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. still a snail's pace. We need yes, to, agreed. We really need to pick this up. We yeah. need some more action. Okay, I, I have no problem with story development. That's fine. We got to have some drama. I get it. I, I'm okay with right. that. But it's got to be right. interspersed with some action, and we're not getting any action. Really, right? That man that brings it down. It's it's. I'm gonna give it a five Tie Fighters on this. Oh, <gasps> I whoa! Now there were some elements that I enjoyed about the show. We we got uh, a character I was very happy to see return to Star Wars. That okay. was cool. Um, I like some interaction between her and Luthen. Luthen, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. You're um, talking about, Ma- oh, that act, that, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That was all good. I enjoyed that. I already mentioned the TIE Fighters. I love seeing TIE Fighters. Classic 
original TIE fighters and that beautiful sound that the TIE mm-hmm. fighters make. Mm-hmm. When I hear that, it just makes me go, ah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm home. I'm home. Right. Okay. This is Star Wars. You yes. know, uh, I remember uh, years ago when Rebels uh, was first uh, uh, brought on, when they first brought Rebels, the cartoon series on. And one of the first things that you hear in Rebels and see in Rebels is the TIE Fighters coming overhead. And just that classic sound of the TIE Fighters. And it's a beautiful sound. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing that going, ah, I'm home again. Because we had so many years of, you know, the prequel stuff. And I, I like the prequels. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the prequels. But there's mm-hmm. just something about those classic TIE Fighter sounds, the classic X-Wing sounds, and all that classic Star Wars, you know, sound effects that I absolutely love and adore. And I got that in this. And that made me happy. Mm-hmm. And then we had the snail pace of the show and I'm going come on <laughs> just come on <laughs> right your turn Steven <laughs> yep okay so here here's the dealio so for me I will also give it five out of ten tie fighters but wow we are in agreement on this one <laughs> not even but really I I it's dragging out. It's just, you know, I agree. this goes back to my what I harp about stuff like, look, I don't care if you're going to do 10 episodes or something like that, but come on, you got to give me a story within each episode. We've had two movies worth of material or time, excuse me, two of time, not even two movies worth of material, but two movies worth of time that you could have told two really good Star Wars stories within this time. I don't know if it'd be two. I would say one, but... Eh, well, okay. no, maybe you're right because these are longer episodes actually than what mm-hmm. Boba Fett, we got through Boba Fett and Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, okay, I stand corrected. But Two I, don't, movies. I don't even give my if if it was if it weren't for the Easter eggs that I had to get from Den of Geek, which is what I'm bringing <laughs> to the table today. Uh, if if I didn't, you know, if if I didn't know what the references were or how it ties into star Wars. Great. But it still doesn't make a TV show. It yeah. There were make an episode. There were some cool Easter eggs. I agree. There's um, some great Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. In here. Django Fett's armor. I know. <laughs> that was Django pretty surprising. Fett's armor. Yeah. Django Fett's armor was actually in it. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. One. It's in Luthen's okay. collection. I don't know how in the heck he gets Django's. Now see, there's a story I want to hear. How did he get Django's armor? It's like I his totally upper chest Django's armor. It's like his chest armor in it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I want to know that story. How did he get Django's armor? You know, which yeah. uh, eventually Boba gets. So you know, there's a story there that I'm interested in. <laughs> I know it has nothing to do with the rebellion and and all that, right. but man, interesting. Okay. Well, anyway, so I. <laughs> I just saw my I'd, wife's I'll comment. I'll be open with you, Mike. I don't even know if it's worth doing f- extra episodes on. You know what I mean? Brenda, they're missing the mark just like Stormtroopers. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. I'm in it for the full full ride. I, I'm hopeful this is going to get better. I, And like I said, it did feel star- more Star Wars-y. We've, we got Mon Mothma. I'm very happy that we got Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Seen. Here, you want me to read the? You want me to? Read yeah, the, go ahead. Read the synopsis. All right, here's synopsis. The synopsis. Synopsis. Uh, out of options, Cassian joins a mission to infiltrate an Imperial garrison on Aldani. On the city-covered capital world of Coruscant, agents of the Imperial Security Bureau start to piece together information regarding the disturbance on Ferrix. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you the- know, when, I, when I first saw the synopsis, I was like, ooh, finally we're going to get some kind of cool mission. No, we got the planning of the mission. And it, it, they're planning a heist. Right. You know, we had a heist in Solo. And so many people complained about Solo. Well, so far, Solo is better. <laughs> I, it's much more yeah, better. Yeah, much more better. Cheers. Drink. Oh, wait, I'm empty. Dang it. <laughs> we just did the Munsters episode, everybody. If you missed it, go back and listen to it. Man, we drank a whole lot in that one of what was much more better. So, you know, I love the heist in, in Solo. It's a fantastic heist. It's great. Oh, yeah, it's high great. energy, high action. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And I'm hoping once we finally get to the heist, which I hope is next episode, it's as high octane as Solo was. Because if we get mm-hmm. that, then we're going to get a good, fun episode. And, right. um, and like I said, I, I like that we got Mon Mothma. Oh, we got the the mention of um, Coruscant. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we actually went to Coruscant. We actually um, went to Coruscant. Just a little Star Wars trivia. Coruscant is not George Lucas's creation. He he did not come up with the planet Coruscant. Coruscant was actually first mentioned in Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn. Yes. And I have that as one of my my Easter eggs. Uh, yeah. So I like that. Um and uh Lucas actually incorporated Coruscant into the prequels. So that's how we got we got Coruscant. Um, so that was cool. That was cool. Coruscant was there. Mm. Looked great. They did a good job with that. Yes. I like uh, Mon Mothma and Luthen's little private meeting and talking about the the rebellion, the starting of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yes. did enjoy that. Indeed. That was cool. Yeah. Um, yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got this these – we got these little pockets of good buildup and no action. <laughs> yeah, none. Except for the TIE fighters flying over. Right, right, right. And the TIE fighters were so glorious. I, I loved it, yeah. you know. But man, yeah, give me give me some TIE fighters destroying crap. You know, uh, uh let me <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> uh, uh. All right. Let me give you a break for a minute. Let me I'm tell bummed. you what I love the most. What I love the sure. most was a total Easter egg, 100%. Um, uh, of course, there were several things that popped up, you know, all kinds of little references within this episode and things. And then when we get to the um, – when we get to the shop, where they're in Luthen's shop, Okay. Okay. There's a, there's, you know, they're talking, Mamoth and Luther are talking, and the right in the background was a set of armor. Did you see that? A full set. Yes. A yes. Helmet. Okay. Yes. Like that. I loved that reference because that's totally to. Kotar? No. 
Force Unleashed, Dark Lord Star Killer. Oh, is, that's the armor from the e- Dark Side ending. Okay, to the Force Unleashed Star Killer. Game. Yeah, oh. Star Killer's armor. Oh my gosh! If Dark we can Force have Star Killer in this, <laughs> yeah. The question is, is give me some know. Sam Witwer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, no, is it? So it's awfully familiar. It's awfully, it looks very similar. So whether or not it is or not, but that's where my brain went to. And Den of Geek, I looked it up. They were the same way. Um, it looks a lot like. Uh, no, that okay. That was in Luthen's. That's in Luthen's little. That's in the shop. So when they're talking and you see. When you look in the background, there's this, this full set of armor sitting up. You know, yeah. the, the helmet, the chest plate, and kind of the top part of the arm sure. kind of areas, the shoulder things. That is totally looks like Star Killer's <laughs> armor from the Dark Side ending. And just like I said for uh, Django Fett's armor, I want to know the story behind that. Tell me the story. How does how does Luthen? How, maybe that's it. Maybe we need a Luthen series on how he's getting this stuff. <laughs> you know. I think that might be more interesting. <laughs> right. Because so far I'm bored with Andor. <laughs> right. Ooh, ooh. Maybe maybe that's how, uh, what's her name, gets gets Luke's lightsaber. Oh, gosh. Oh, we're going to go go to the sequels now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Oh. Sorry. Oh. sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That scene <laughs> just ruined oh, so much for me. <laughs> Damn J.J. Abrams. <laughs> right. He That's sucks. where he did the mystery box all too much and too often. Uh, his and mystery box. Some stuff. So, yeah. Anyway. I wish okay, he'd shut himself on. in a mystery box. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So that was my, that's all right. That was my favorite Easter egg was the Starkiller armor. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, just fabulous. That's cool. Um, yeah. But that's just Easter egg. That You know, an Easter egg does not a story make. Well, so, and and we did get the Imperial officers. I like that. Um, I liked all of a sudden we've got an Imperial FBI. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I gotta admit, when she's walking up to the building, yes. it felt a little too real world for me. I was like, um, yeah, this just looks like the FBI. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I was disappointed with that, honestly. I'm like, I, I don't want real world politics in my Star Wars politics. I want them to be Star Wars. Don't give right. me the FBI. I don't want yeah, the FBI. I thought it was interesting. I don't how... want I don't want Marvel Agents, Agents of Shield. I hated that show. That was the mm-hmm. dumbest Marvel show ever. And mm-hmm. don't don't give me that in my Star Wars. I don't want it. <laughs> no. No, please. Please don't. Uh, this turns into Agents of Shield. You're right. I'll quit watching it. <laughs> yep. Uh, somebody did say that in in. I'll go back to the FBI thing later. But the in the shop, I, I just got to get this one out because I'm still thinking Jedi stuff. Because I told you that I didn't have any mysticism, Star Wars mysticism in the first three episodes, and then we got no, a little bit of it here. But on somebody said on the shelf, on the shelves, if you really stop and take a look at the shelves and all the artifacts that he has, that there are there's one that looks like a pyramid and one that looks like a cube. So the question was, oh, are those holocrons? Are those holocrons? Well, I mean, shoot, if he's got if he's got Star Killers, uh, which we don't know, it's actually Star Killer, but we don't if because actually Star Killer has not been 
officially deemed canon. Oh, right. Brother, can you hear me rolling my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if we got Starkiller's armor, we got Django Fett's armor. Yeah, why wouldn't he have a couple holocrons mm-hmm. too? Again, I, I'm starting. Well, holocrons th- are canon though. Well, yeah, yeah. Holocrons, holocrons are canon because yes. of rebels. Holocrons are canon, and then they went to the stupid direction with the the uh, what was that thing? Uh, it should have been a holocron. In Rise of Skywalker, that Kylo Ren has the oh right, but it was the I don't know. It, it leads whatever in, to help them get through the. It was the navigation thing to get them through whatever. Stupid, yeah, stupid. <laughs> right, dumb. Right. Again, J.J. Abrams ruins everything, uh, <laughs> along with Ruin Johnson. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> this is not a sequel hating episode, but. No, but but I, you're I think you're it's hitting just... these beats that remind me of the sequel, and it's like oh, I know, gosh, yeah. But I I think that's just I think Andor has such potential, but it just it's falling short. Why are you, it is falling short. Why are you taking so long to you know all these background points? I guess trying to set the stage, you're taking too long, and that's what's the whole thing about drawing stuff out. I'm like, come on. Well, you know, in the... my time. This is spy and espionage stuff. It's supposed to be. And, I mean, I guess it's leading up to that. And I I thought, really, this would be right up your alley because you, you tend to lean more to the spy and espionage. Right, yeah. the spy espionage mm-hmm. stuff. But it's just, I like Bourne series. I sure. like James Bond. I like, um, oh, shoot, there was another series. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like. Oh. But you can't compare this to uh, this. Yeah, I don't even care for. Uh, James Bond. I'm not a fan of James Bond, but I understand that James Bond has the espionage, but you know, in the build up and everything, mm-hmm. but it has action to it too. And mm-hmm. so far we're not getting any action. And you would yeah. think after what we saw in Rogue One, you know, you, you would think we, you get some gunslinging from, from Cassian and, you know, right. uh, something no, all exciting. All he did was shoot somebody so far. Right. <laughs> Right in the head, unarmed. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dark. Um, but yeah, we're not even seeing him go in and and find. I don't know something important. You know, well, he had something important in the first three episodes, and then then that just got left there. Mm-hmm. So you know, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the MacGuffin that really, really did turned out to be nothing at all whatsoever unless it plays later on in the series i don't know uh Uh, yeah i don't know sorry i'm going back to the first three episodes you said we wouldn't do that (laughs) right well i was just yeah i'm not going to complain anything else about what we saw in the first three episodes so but i tell you what i mean even this one even i'm like are we still on the whole planning of this mission Okay, meet everybody. Who are you? Who are you? Who? Are, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. know, I'm like, they did it twice. First yeah. upon the thing, and then the other person showed up. I'm like, oh, uh, we already established this. They're going to have problems. Okay. Yeah, move what's on. her problem move with, along. with... Move along. <laughs> move along. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> this is not the plot you were <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> it's not the plot you we were looking for. Move along. Move along. Yeah, right. I like that. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I, and I don't understand. So 
we have, uh, and I don't know what her name was. Was it, is she Casa, Casa? I don't know. She's like the leader of this resistance here on this planet or whatever. Right. The one that's going to head up this heist. And mm. she's the one that brings uh, Cassian back. But she's mm. she's all about this, well, we don't tell them that Luthen sent you. You know, this was my idea the whole time. I, I I don't quite get that. It's like, okay, what, do you guys, do, does your team not trust Luthen? Uh, what, what's the deal here? I don't I understand. I just figured it was just protecting Luthen because of his position and who he is just okay. to keep him hidden. Yeah, because he is a double, we, we find out that he's a double agent, that he is tied with the Empire, which mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That was, you know, cool plot line. Yeah. That that works well, but yeah, it's just uh, nothing's going on, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, everybody. As you can tell, this is going to be a really short episode. <laughs> <laughs> At least I thought this would be longer than the monsters, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> there was more to talk about in the monsters than there was this. <laughs> well, that's because the monsters was uh, a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, I there thought was, I thought this episode was a little too long also. Right, right. <laughs> there was more to gripe about in the Munsters because <laughs> there was more of it. <laughs> Honestly, I think the Munsters was better. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, you know, um, I mean, there was a whole bunch of... Let, let me roll through some of these Easter eggs real sure. quick. So, obviously, we got Mon Matha, who was first introduced in... in uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, right? She many, she's first introduced in Return of the died. Yeah, many Bothans died to bring us this information. Many Bothans Ooh, nice died time. to bring me this Diet Coke. Um, <laughs> stop using Bothans. Uh, yeah, I would like to get some Bothans. I'd like to see what a Bothan is. By the way, uh, that would be right? kind of cool. Yeah, give me That's some nice. Bothans. What the heck's wrong with you? You know. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So she was in Return of the Jedi, and the cool thing is. She was supposed to be in Revenge of the Sith, but they cut her part. And the actress who played her in Revenge of the Sith is this actress. She's she oh, has that's returned. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And she looks like the original actress from Return of the Jedi. That's fantastic. That's great. Good. I like Mon Mothma. Yeah. Now let me tell you, there is another character I wish they would introduce, and she's not canon because she's part of the EU. But Mara Jade. No, no. Well, I yes, I want Mara Jade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm messing with you. That's not who I was going for, though. Yes, give right. me Mara Jade. Mara Jade would be fantastic. Heck, Mara yeah. Jade would be good in this series too. Anyway, I digress. No, uh, Princess Leia has kind of uh, in the books in the expanded universe books, the original uh, expanded universe. Uh, she kind of has a helper. I, I don't know exactly how you describe her, and her name is Winter. And and Winter is kind of a good com- not not companion, uh, good comparison to to uh, Mon Mothma. Um, I, I think the two of them would work well together actually as characters. Um, it would be kind of fun to see Winter introduced into into the series somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know how exactly she'd fit in, but she'd bring something to the series, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, um, 
Real quick, we already talked about Coruscant being first and heir to the Empire. Yep. Um, and then uh, the Mon Mothma's home planet, Chandrilla. Okay. Was yeah. first appearance it was in 1998 video game Star Wars Rebellion. Oh, neat. I didn't was, know that. Uh, that was his first appearance, but it was actually first mentioned in the name in West End's game Star Wars RPG Sourcebook in 87. You know, there was a lot of things that uh, got established through the role-playing game, the original yep. role-playing game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of neat to, to find out, you know, what was established in the role-playing game and then uh, became uh, – is becoming canon per se. Yep. Agreed. Uh, did you catch the mention of Scarif in this? Yes. They, I thought, okay, there's a lot of stuff going to Scarif. Well, and then there was another connection to the solo movie. Uh, Mimban was mentioned. Um, yes. Because Mimban is where Han is part of the Empire and he's fighting for the Empire. And kind of as it was said, it was kind of like the Empire fighting the Empire, which is kind of weird. But um, right. And Mimban is actually first mentioned, first uh, time in uh-huh. Star Wars in, uh, uh, um, history would be in, got this. in the book, in the novel – Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Yeah, you are the Star Wars man. <laughs> Deep cut. Well done. I will admit well I kind of got a reminder of that from Rebel Force Radio. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. Thank you, Jimmy um, Mack. <laughs> right. But yeah, um, Mimban was in, in uh, um, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Uh, it was kind of a weird planet in, uh, in, in that book. Um, I still enjoy that book, though. It's a strange mm-hmm. book, but it, it's got a neat place in Star Wars history. We actually mm-hmm. did a episode. One of our first episodes was on Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Yeah. Um, in the Imperial briefing, we got Ryloth mentioned, which is introduced in Legends, and but it was in the Clone Wars animated series. Now, wait a minute. Ryloth... Isn't it also it's, in it's episode the home, two? Home Planet of the Twi'leks. Yes. Yeah, that's in episode two. That's isn't that where uh Obi Wan rides that strange uh lizard creature? Isn't that Ryloth? Uh uh no, uh-uh. I don't okay. think so. Okay. I don't I'm not sure. Oh, what planet is that then? Anyway, all right. For some reason I was thinking uh, that was Ryloth, but okay. Oh, okay. Oh, but- Let's see. Um, the Imperial Security Bureau. I said we'd come back to that. Um, that um, evidently our first identify or not, excuse me, our, our first ISB officer, even though not identified, was first appeared in A New Hope. Uh, that was Colonel Wolf Ularen. Yes. Um, so there's where we kind of have our nod back to the Imperial Imperial Security Bureau. Right. Is there. So our little FBI action. I do agree with you totally 100% that walking walking in, now that you mention it, that whole when they first start walking in was very reminiscent of how a lot of today's cop shows show you the outside of the buildings and they're all walking in or something like <laughs> Doesn't that. Doesn't it? It did. But now once they were yeah. inside and you see – the Imperials around the table that felt the very table. Star Wars and New, New Hope. Hope. It yeah. took me back to New Hope. 
Yeah, with Grand Moff Tarkin and yes, the did. rest of the Imperials. And yep. this yep. battle station is now the most powerful weapon in the universe. I suggest yes. we use it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, Ricotta. Luthen mentions Ricotta um, early in the episode. Um, it's from Ricotta. Like spaghetti and... I know, right? R A K A. You're going to make me hungry. I know. I'm already hungry. <laughs> I need some kind of protein snack to get me through watching Andor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay, gosh. sorry. I just no, wanted to make okay. a joke there. Um, they do mention in Luthen shop was what looks like Mandalorian armor. Yes. So that is in there. See, now, um, I, I think it was uh, Emergency Awesome. And he kind of freeze framed on it, which was cool. And oh, it's, nice. it's the okay. silver chest plate, and I think the the shoulder shoulder my pads. <laughs> <laughs> I got my helmet and my shoulder my pads. Football right. has been very very good to me. I got my helmet and my shoulder my pads. Bounty hunting has been well, sort of good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, speaking of the shot, there are those who say there's some references to Indiana Jones in there. Oh, I missed that. What's the Indy like, references? Uh, there two things. One, it looks like Indy's whip frozen in con in, in carbonite. <laughs> and then two stones that look like those Shankara stones from Temple of Doom. Wow. I, I didn't have not gone back to look, but I was like, oh, interesting. Somebody really went in there to kind of take a look at stuff. Yeah, no kidding. So, well, there was nothing else to do in this episode. <laughs> do what? There was nothing else to do in this episode. So There really wasn't. Might as well go and I, look for fun things. Yep. So my favorite, This I'm going to hit my last eagle egg, or eagle egg, eagle Easter egg. egg. Um, the first one was Starkiller. That was my favorite. My yeah. second one was the Kyber Crystal. Did you catch that? Well, you, he you gave. He oh gave yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyber yeah. crystal, right? And all, and I was like, "Ooh, wouldn't that be fun if that became a lightsaber? We see that become a lightsaber or something." Oh, that would be neat. I would like. I that. would like that. Of course, he's got to come in. Con- any other mysticism reference at all? The Star Wars Jedi Knight stuff at all in here, except for that Kyber crystal. Well, now, okay. I to be fair, I don't think we have to have Jedi's. I mean. Rogue One, well, we kind of had reference to Jedis in Rogue One, but we didn't have any Jedis. We didn't have any lightsabers. Uh, well, I am one with the Force, and the Force was with me. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I said we, we had some references, right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But there were no Jedi, and there were no Jedi in, in Solo. So, I mean, you can have Star Wars without Jedi. You you can. Um, mm. It's a big universe, and and... Jedi's especially at this time, they're supposed to be almost mythical. Oh, yeah, mm. you know, like like people's people are doubting: did they really exist? Are they just a myth? You know, mm-hmm. that's the point we are in Star Wars history, where you know it's just these people. They some of them believe in the Jedi, and 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 then others are like, ah, eh, they're just you know, they're like the Greek gods and stuff like that you know they're just mythical uh stories is Mm -hmm. so i'm okay that we have some stories without jedi that's fine but i need some more action (laughs) 
and I'm not mm-hmm. getting it. And ugh. we're four episodes in. There should be some action. Action. I don't remember how many episodes this is. Was it 12? I have no idea. I think it's like 10 or 12. Um, please tell me all the next episodes are not identical to these because that's... I know, right? Here, let me see. Let me look up real quick. Andor episode list. I thought Megan was jumping we on got? I was trying to. I, I want to say it's like 12. I think. And then, of course, we got the first three in one shot. Yeah. Um, So that would leave us with nine episodes to go, now eight. They don't give a... There's not a synopsis for five, and that's next week. Yeah, I don't don't think... Now, I thought it was interesting. uh, Episodes one, two, and three did not have titles whatsoever. And then this one was titled Andande? Aldande. Aldande. The first one was Casa. The second one, That Would Be Me. And the third one is Reckoning. Oh, they must have released the titles afterwards then. Mm-hmm. Because when it yeah, was they, released, it was just one, two, and three. There right. Were no episode titles. five just says episode five. They won't release the titles until after, after, after. Gotcha. Okay. Wiki says 12. Yeah. See, I thought so. Okay. So that puts us around November time frame of this ending. Right. And then I think we go into bad batch after that i think i'm not sure yeah well we'll see (laughs) we'll see i don't know i know there was one youtuber who said he's done he's done with star wars right now well i'm not he said he'll watch movies and and he'll do no he ain't he ain't gonna watch no movies because there ain't gonna be no movies yeah there is did you not not hear no they're not okay what did i not hear oh you got you got movie news they changed one of the shows, one of the episodes and stuff. They changed to be a movie. What? Um, oh man, now I got to. I didn't hear which this. one it was. Yeah, dude, where was this for news in our last episode? <laughs> <laughs> which Star Wars show is now a movie? Because I know they were supposed to do uh, uh, Rogue Squadron. And with Patty Jenkins is supposed to be the director for Rogue Squadron, right? And that got canned, and that was the only movie that was actually in the works. I just saw a thing. Um, I haven't heard this. I can't remember. They're turning it into a movie. My brain is trying to remember because you know now I can't remember. Steven's brain has turned to marshmallows. It has. It sure has, by golly. It's going to come to me at the end. I remember seeing the cover. I remember seeing, um, oh, shoot. They were, But they, they said it's no longer going to be a series. They're going to make it into a movie. Uh, and I'm thinking, good, good. I'll believe Stop it when I see it. stuff out and, and make it into something worthwhile. Seeing. I'll believe it when I see it because I don't think Disney has any intentions of doing any more Star Wars movies. I think Disney... Why do you say that? Why do I say that? Because Solo... Solo was a flop. Um, Rise of Skywalker didn't do as well as they wanted it to do. And right. Disney's had more success on Disney Plus with the TV series. They're done with Star Wars movies. They are not doing Star Wars movies. Uh, no, they'll do Star Wars movies. They'll do them. Check yeah, them. maybe 10, 20 years down the road. But Check. right now, they're done. They're going to go with what's making them money. And movies are not well, making them money. Too. So, I, I don't. I don't think 
I don't think you're going to see a Star Wars movie for a long, long time. Taika Waititi is supposed to have. Uh-huh. I've heard that. It, what, what there's did you say, no, Megan? It was hard to... Taika Waititi, I don't know how to pronounce his name, really. Um, it's supposed uh-huh. to have one in 2023. Supposedly. But there's no details on it. Right. Because there's no title. There's no... <laughs> right. There's nothing about it. Yeah, because it's not coming. <laughs> You know, J.J. Abrams has a whole whole trilogy he's going to do. Or not J.J. Abrams, uh, Ruin Johnson, I'm sorry. I mean, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> um, there's an article in Games Radar that says, Kathleen Kennedy told Total Film in a recent interview that the film is headed for a late 2023 release, but said we haven't locked anything in. Right. And, and Kathleen Kennedy is known for what? Lying. <laughs> 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 I don't think the woman has has told the truth since she's taking over the company. Honestly, I well, <laughs> I I don't know if it's necessarily lying as much as it is boasting. Uh, I, I think so. I think so. Oh yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this, and then they change their mind. And she's full it's of crap. Only, <laughs> I, I think it's just I think it's just poor planning style stuff you i'll give I mean? you poor like, planning yes here, here here's kevin feige who has masterminded the whole phase however me phase three three phases of mcu that was very successful um agreed you know um what a 20 year run 10 year run yes. 10 year run i think what it was and um just phenomenal that planning stage we saw with the sequels how poor planning there was done under the leadership of Kathleen Kennedy. Exactly. And and I think that's the issue. I think it's just I think it's what Warner Brothers did, chasing their tail on on stuff. And but we got go back and look at Obi Wan. Go back and look at Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And what um yeah, what's his face is done. Uh, yeah, happy. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the guy that plays happy. Yeah, why can't I think of his name right now? I know, I see his face and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Look what it's he's gonna, done. So right, but you know, a clock is right twice a day. I <laughs> uh, I would say I would you know first of all the reference is a broken clock by the way. And he, right. he, the broken <laughs> clock would be Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Anyway, it's John Favreau. Yeah, thank you, Favreau. Yeah. It is, is good. He's brilliant. He's come through the ranks. He, he's been doing the industry long enough of what it takes to make a good show. And you notice. Now, you've also got the writer, he himself, um, Ahsoka. What's, what am I trying to say? We are having a rough day today. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, those series were good. And, you know, there was great planning with that. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was planned through, you know, and we're going to see that carried on into Ahsoka when were the Ahsoka series comes Dave out. Dave Filoni? Yeah, Filoni. Dave Filoni, Filoni and Favreau. Good Filoni. night. I don't know why I'm right. having such a problem this morning. Because we should be over with this episode is why. <laughs> wow. No, it's fine talking about Star Wars stuff. But um, yeah. But yeah, see, I think I, I think Filoni and Favreau have done fantastic. Agreed. I, you were right. 
And honestly, if Disney was smart, they would throw Kathleen Kennedy's butt out, never let her touch Star Wars again, and let Favreau and Filoni play. That's... And let's face it, it's like they're like little kids with action figures. I don't have any yes. of my action figures over you know, here. I think the issue, though, is what Kathleen Kennedy's in her role is. I mean, she is an incredible producer. I have no doubt her, her whole concept of being a producer is really good. <laughs> See, Favreau and Filoni, they're like, they're like two little kids with their action figures. <laughs> Boba Fett's, uh, right. he's, he's green. Boat, he's doing the green <laughs> screen because he's green. Got a green plate. Yeah. So I, um, I just don't think she's head of a studio material, if that makes sense. You know, we all have giftings. We're all good at some things. Yeah, I think she, she needs to retire. She, she needs to retire. It's time for her to retire. She's had her run. Uh, yeah. Bye-bye. She's had her run. Bye-bye, yeah. KK. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Go well, away. You know. Go away now. <laughs> You've had your run. Let somebody else let somebody else do something with the Star Wars franchise. You suck. Sorry, I'm that's the way I feel about her. She's terrible. Okay. She's done nothing good for the company. It's time for her to go. Get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Cut cut off the dead weight. Let someone else take the reins is yes. what you're saying. Yes. Yes. If you had to pick between Dave Filoni and John Favreau, who would you pick? Ooh, ouch! That's a good question. Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> sorry, my brain goes to that. Uh, man, that's tough because I love, I love Dave Filoni. You know, uh, Clone Wars was amazing. Dave Filoni was handpicked by George Lucas, trained by George Lucas. He knows the the Star Wars universe inside and out. In fact, I would go as far as to say that Filoni knows the Star Wars better, Star Wars universe better than anybody next to George Lucas. He he's mm-hmm. that knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Favreau has the heart. Man, uh, Favreau is just like us. He is a Star Wars fan through and through from childhood. Uh, also knows the universe very well. I wouldn't say quite as well as Filoni, but but man, Favreau is so good, and he's proved himself through Marvel so many times. Done such a good job over there. Oh, that is a tough choice. I, so I, I'll give you. I'll give. Go okay, ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, being that. Favreau has more of a live action film uh, experience than Filoni, mm-hmm. but Filoni's mm-hmm. gaining that now. Um, I would probably go with Favreau in that sense, but personally, mm-hmm. I like having him as a team. They work so yeah, good. There you go. Right, they're the, a great team. Cohesively, um, they are so good together. So, mm-hmm. go ahead. See, what I think uh, I with. Favreau, Favreau brings the experience, if that makes sense. And, no, and, I... and a lot of knowledge, yes. Whereas Filoni brings the, heart. the tome of story. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole kit and command. And yes, he has a connection with George Lucas. I, I would love to see like, kind of like a president, vice president thing. It would be Favreau and then Filoni. And then when yeah. Favreau steps down, it's Filoni who takes over. Oh, I, like, In other words, he's training Filoni in the ways of doing live action, which is what he's doing now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and learns and develops. And I think it will be that much more better. Oh, yeah. 
Cheers. Drinking. Cheers. Sorry. Boop. I'm I'm empty. No, that no, oh, I love that idea. Um you, but you you asked me to pick one over the other and for me that's I pick Fabro. See, for I want now. I want for them, now. I want them cohesively. I want them just the way they are. Okay. That's you know, I'll give it to you. I yeah. think they work so well cohesively. I guess if yep. I had to pick one, uh, I guess I would go Favreau only because of ex- his experience. But I think Filoni has the heart, you know, mm-hmm. the heart and knowledge of right. Star Wars. That's why I say they're cohesively. They're almost a perfect pair. They're, they're yep. so good. They they wipe yep. Kathleen Kennedy out of the water. The woman no, has no idea what she's doing in the Star Wars universe. Get her out of there. You know, she might be able to be fine in other movies. I don't care. Go go to something else. Go, go do something else. Right. Go away, woman. <laughs> gotcha. That's funny. You're fired. All right. Well, I just fired her. Just... She's fired. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, we're going to end it there, everybody, before we go downhill anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us here on the Two Geeks and a Microphone and or Complain Show. <laughs> for now, let's hope next week is better. I hope so. Thanks. I keep doing that next week. Same with She-Hulk, too. It's the same kind of story. Oh, yeah. she hulk so. That's been, anyway, thanks everybody yeah. for joining us. <laughs> we appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. Uh, please check out our website, Two Geeks and a Microphone. Uh, TwoGeeksMike.com is our website, number two, G E E K S M I C.com. And uh, yeah, well, with that, Mike, I'm going to end it right there because. <laughs> well, here's to next week being uh, more positive. I, I you know, I. Try yes. to keep our shows positive. It, it was a little difficult with these two episodes. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> with, with, with both Andor and the Monsters. And Monsters you'll hear next Friday if you're just listening to this. Um, but, yeah, we, we try to keep things much more positive. Much <laughs> yeah. more positive. And I'm, I'm hoping next week with uh, Werewolf by Night it will be much more positive and hopefully with episode five of Andor it will be much, much positive. So with that said – over and out, and K2SO, not in this episode. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 